Hello, my friends, and welcome to another Cup of Joe podcast on this Tuesday, February 2nd. And of course, today on February 2nd, we celebrate a feast day, not the feast of the groundhog and Puxatawney Phil, as much as many of you would like to do that, or the feast of Bill Murray, for that matter. If you have not watched that movie in a long time, it is time again, my friends. It is, it is past time. Uh, however, today is the feast of the presentation of the Lord. It is 40 days since Christmas. So we'll talk a little bit about that. Uh, after our very lengthy gospel, because this is a high feast day, we go out of our uh, sequential reading of Mark. We're going to jump to Luke chapter 2, verses 22 to 40. So strap in once again. It's a long one. Luke 2, 22 to 40. Let's uh, open God's word together. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. When the days were completed for their purification according to the law of Moses, Mary and Joseph took Jesus up to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord, just as it was written in the law of the Lord. Every male that opens the womb shall be consecrated to the Lord and to offer the sacrifice of a pair of turtle doves or two young pigeons in accordance with the dictate in the law of the Lord. Now, There was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon. This man was righteous and devout, awaiting the consolation of Israel, and the Holy Spirit was upon him. It had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he should not see death before he had seen the Christ of the Lord. He came in the Spirit into the temple, and when the parents brought in the child Jesus to perform the custom of the law in regard to him, He took him into his arms and blessed God, saying, Now, Master, you may let your servant go in peace, according to your word. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you prepared in the sight of all the peoples, a light for revelation to the Gentiles and glory for your people Israel. The child's father and mother were amazed at what was said about him, and Simeon blessed them. And said to Mary, his mother, Behold, this child is destined for the fall and rise of many in Israel, and to be a sign that will be contradicted, and you yourself a sword will pierce, so that the thoughts of many hearts may be revealed. There was also a prophetess, Anna, the daughter of Phanuel of the tribe of Asher, She was advanced in years, having lived seven years with her husband after her marriage, and then as a widow until she was 84. She never left the temple, but worshipped night and day with fasting and prayer. And coming forward at that very time, she gave thanks to God and spoke about the child to all who were awaiting the redemption of Jerusalem. When they had fulfilled all the prescriptions of the law of the Lord, They returned to Galilee, to their hometown of Nazareth. The child grew and became strong, filled with wisdom, and the favor of God was upon him. My friends, the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. So today is the feast, again, we call it the presentation um, of the Lord. Uh, it's, It's had other names it is 40 days uh, after the feast of uh, Christmas, of uh, the incarnation. 
And in prior centuries, this was the end of the Christmas season. The Christmas season didn't end on the Feast of Baptism of the Lord, or as many believe, on the uh, Feast of Epiphany. Uh, It went 40 full days, which we think, oh, man, that's crazy. That's a long time. No, the Feast of Easter is 50 days, right? Because that's our highest feast day. And it ends 50 days later on the Feast of Pentecost. And so Christmas extended all the way here. Another name for this feast day over the years was the Purification of Mary. Uh, For anyone, um, again, remember, of course, Mary gave birth, and uh, in doing so, there was blood. And uh, in the Jewish custom, uh, if one came in contact with blood, one was thought to be unclean, and they had to wait 40 days before they could be purified. So hence the Purification of Mary as another... um, Oh, and probably Joseph and Jesus to that extent as well, that they were present within that. Um, So it was a purification, right, as well. But also that idea of the first time Jesus is present in the temple. And, And so the connecting of Christ and the church for the first time, isn't that worth celebrating? That's so wonderful. And we call this day, another name is Candlemas. This feast day, Candlemas, the Candle Mass, um, and uh, and again makes sense that that it was the end of the Christmas season for uh, the candles that were all displayed through Christmas. Now would have been taken down today, but what would have happened is people would have brought candles from their own home, had them blessed. This still happens to this day. Uh, have them blessed, and you take those now into your home because the Feast of Christmas is not just one that stays within the church; it stays within the temple. No, it is for uh, us to, to bring out into the world. In fact, uh, had we read the second reading, it talks about how Jesus was to be a light for the Gentiles. This is a feast of light today. And now that light, brothers and sisters, is in you and me. We are that light. Make no mistake about that. That, that birth, remember there are three births that we celebrate uh, at Christmas. Christ in his coming 2,000 years ago. Christ who will come at the end of time. And we, we long for that. But also Christ being born now within us. And we carry that light. And so it is the candle mass. And we take that light into our own home. Um, so anyway, that's, that's the, the buildup and everything that's going on around this. Uh, and then, of course, so Mary and Joseph bring the baby uh, Jesus into the temple, connect Christ and his church. Oh, so good. And, uh, and then they meet Simeon and Anna. And it's this wonderful interplay um, of, of what is happening and what is, what is going on. And I would just say a couple of things. And, and the first is this. You know, Mary and Joseph bring Jesus to present him before the Lord. Now, that, that was the prescription of the law. The firstborn male who, uh, who opens the womb is to be dedicated to the Lord, which uh, is a gorgeous custom uh, that has been lost over the years. Um, but one, I would say, my friends, we can do today, maybe not in a, in a ritualistic way like Mary and Joseph do here, but how do we present those around us to the Lord? And I don't mean just present the Lord to them. That was yesterday's, you know, that are we in the boat with Jesus just needing time with, with Christ to simmer and, and, and rekindle the fire and settle our, our spirits? Or are we out presenting Christ to the people so the next time he comes, they're prepared to meet? Both are, are true, of course. No, I mean, uh, how do we present them in our prayer to the Lord? If you are a parent, 
Do you present your children to the Lord so that they may be dedicated to the Lord in a way and, and remind ourselves in the presenting, which is so wonderful, um, that they are not ours, are they? That they are gifts of God uh, on mission from God for a particular purpose and not my purpose and, and not my wife Renee's purpose or your purpose, but their own purpose. And, uh, and do we give them to God every day or as much as we can, as much as we remember, to present them to the Lord and say, Lord, they are yours. May their gifts be yours. May their vision and desire be yours. May their future be yours. Uh, may their spouses, may their friends, may all these things bring them, Lord, uh, so they can be who you need them to be in your kingdom and constantly present them as Mary and Joseph did Jesus here. And maybe not just our children. Maybe we present our siblings. Maybe we present our parents. Maybe we present our friends. Maybe we present our coworkers, our neighbors, whoever it is that we may meet today. Maybe it's just people that we have known years ago in life, but for whatever reason, they were brought to us today. And we trust God's movement in the Holy Spirit to say, Lord, I don't know why I'm thinking of that person today, but I present them to you and I give them to you because they are your daughter. They are your son, and you have something set aside for them. Bless them today. That I love that active, you know, and Simeon, he blessed them. Isn't that wonderful? Not only was he waiting for the redemption of Israel, he and Anna, um, but, uh, but when he saw the parents, he took him and said, Lord, you can take your servant now in peace, for he has seen the salvation of Israel. But he blesses the parents. That, I, that image, brothers and sisters, that you and I get to bless those around us. And it doesn't mean necessarily, okay, I'm going to stick my hand out on your head and I'm going to bless you. Hey, there's nothing wrong with that either. Uh, but I mean, you get to, to, to wish them well and, 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 and love them and remind them of their goodness in, in Christ Jesus. And, and all these are ways. Remind them of their own goodness in your eyes. All these are ways we bless, isn't it? That we bless that we are called to be Simeon and bless. Last thing I'll say, and there's so much more that could be said, but, you know, I don't want this to be a 20-minuter. Last thing I'll say. Anna, we know, is 84 years old and uh, had been a widow, 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 yeah, widow, uh, since she married her husband. Let's say she was 15 when she got married. Would have been very appropriate to the time. Let's say 15, 16, she was married for seven years. So let's say till 23-ish, give or take. And then for those next 60 years, she waited for that sign of God, for the coming of God. And she was a prophetess all during that time. And Simeon waited for the Lord, promising that he wouldn't, uh, God promising him that he wouldn't pass away till he has seen the redemption of Israel. And so he waited and he waited until he was an old man who once he finally did said, Lord, you can take your servant now in peace. We don't know how old he was, but I think the readings certainly point that he was old. I don't know, my friends, that in our society, in our culture, Today, we wait well. But I think we can learn from Simeon and Anna today. Um, that God's timing is perfect. And whether it is 60 years or 60 days or 60 minutes, 
that it's okay to wait, that God's got it. We may not know the answers, but we don't have to know because God knows. And all we need to do is trust that the one in whose hands it is being held, whatever it is right now, uh, it's in the best of hands. And one day that may be revealed to us, whatever that is, but that we can wait on the action of God uh, in our life and know that God's timing will be right when it needs to be. I'm reminded of that wonderful line at the end of Psalm 27, where it says, I believe I shall see the Lord's goodness in the land of the living. Wait for the Lord. Take courage. Be stout-hearted. Wait for the Lord. I'm sure it took great courage and stoutness of heart for Anna and Simeon to wait as long as they did. And I suspect doubt creeped in many times. But God came on God's time. May it be so with us. May we take courage and trust we will see the Lord's goodness in the land of the living and that we too can wait for it. May you, my friends, be blessed this Feast of Candlemas. Let's pray. And uh, again, we trust that our Blessed Mother walks with us in her goodness and we can trust our uh, intercessions and intentions to her. So we begin in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, the second sorrowful mystery, the scourging at the pillar. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. 
Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell, lead all souls to heaven, especially those in most need of thy mercy. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. My friends, be well. And uh, let us come together again tomorrow, once again to break open God's word together. Peace.